good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are tuning via the phones and radio apps, thank you for using your technology towards your greater good. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I'm so grateful and so thankful for you and pray that you are inspired. Anytime I come to the airwaves and every time I have opportunity to engage and to speak, whether it's one-on-one or one with many or my empowerment circles, I am always, always reaching deeper to encourage us to really be appreciative and thankful and grateful for every breath that we take, for every step that we've made, for every beat of our heart, to realize that we are always in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence whose presence is all there is as existence itself. And although there are so many ones who refer to it by so many names and there has been so much confusion in relationship to the gods and the religions and the scripts and the doctrines and all of those things that have laid foundation for our being divided. I'm the one that is impassioned about our having an understanding, an understanding, a realization and consistent revelations and epiphanies about the oneness of existence itself and our coming to a place and space where we are acknowledging it and coming to that mindset of wholeness to be whole within ourselves, to be balanced within our male and female selves, to be of one mind, the true mind, the real mind, the mind that is the gift that we all have the opportunity to tap into, and it does not undermine itself. This absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal that holds the earth in flotation and rotation within its very presence that blazes the sun, that beats our hearts, that breathes us, and it is the eye that sees through every eye. We are immersed in flotation and rotation in nothing but divinity. And sometimes it's hard to feel as divine as we actually are because we've been tainted on the path of adulteration so that by 21 we were labeled adult. We knew shame and game and blame and guilt and this and that and and were fed kinds of things that did not truly nourish us, did not truly facilitate optimum cellular functioning. So now we're having to reach for that, which is going to do exactly that. Why? Because under an initiative to dumb us down, to put us in a place where we're acting and behaving as a public people, as opposed to being present in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence, being in a space and place where capitalism And success in capitalism is what we've been taught to aspire towards. But really, 
being successful in walking in our own authenticity as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence is how we have leverage over all of this. To come to that mind space and heart space and dwelling wherever we are mindful, thoughtful, caring, intensely intentional and deliberately focused in breathing deeply and consciously caring to love and support and uplift and add unto and bless and cultivate and enrich and enhance everything and everybody we come in contact with. We are in a now moment where Our triumph in love is where the real wealth actually is. We're in a now moment of eternity where our now moment is pregnant with so much opportunity, but the opportunity that we have with each and every breath is to be focused in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and there is so much to distract us, so much to have us in a place where we're focused on that which brings us down, that which disappoints us, that which distracts us from realizing the divinity of each and every breath and every beat of our hearts. And for those who are and have had to say and are grieving because of the transitionings, the passings, the deaths of ones and ones who are of us and close to us. We have to come to that place and space where we realize that under the kind of conditioning that we have been socialized to accept in terms of feeling as though death is the natural culmination, finality, destiny, fate, and eventuality of this life, it doesn't make it easier when we lose those that we love. And where we have had to be at the bedsides and the hospital rooms and whatnot and feeling a sense of helplessness because we didn't know what to do, there wasn't anything that could be done. We're having to realize that our day-to-day reality is about exalting a full effort in loving our lives and living our lives. And that's why we have to come to a point and place where we will no longer undermine ourselves and feel entitled to undermine ourselves. But that's the socialization under commercialism, where they make things that are really detrimental to us seem so good for us. And I'm saying, let's come to a place and space where we are really respecting the divinity of our being directly, that we are treating and honoring our bodies as the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses. And we're honoring the functioning of these bodies more or to even greater extent than the functioning of our automobiles, our trucks, our bikes, our motorcycles, and all of those things that we have, that we pay so dearly for, that we will maintain and sustain to the detriment of ourselves. We are in a now moment that is calling us to really 
respond in any and every now moment as intelligent beings, knowing that intelligence is all there is and it does nothing to undermine itself. Being in a place upon the planet where the waters are rising, the storms are brewing, the tsunamis are forming, that there is so much that is going on that our realizing the power that we have as intelligences of existence is very important. Because the socialization puts us in a place where we feel helpless and hopeless and the most that we can do is just try to do whatever we can do to be distracted and be inebriated, intoxicated, high, medicating, self-medicating ourselves. But the reality for where we are is that we're being called to rise. We're being called to Understand the power that we do have as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence to align ourselves with it by consciously caring to be completely cleared from the emotional and mental thoughts of our violations and trespasses and anger and frustration and all of that stuff that whittles away at our degrees of self-worth and deservedness and remembrance of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence are otherwise the children of that which we refer to as God. But being in a place where we are mindful and understanding the divinity of existence and know that with each and every breath, we will never have anything greater than who and what we already are but naked. To have a place and space within our own body temples where we are appreciating and experiencing the sacredness and the sanctity of existence itself and honoring it. And it seems as though we should not have to be encouraged to honor ourselves, but under a system of capitalization where people feel entitled to subjugate and dominate and bastardize and usurp and rob you, rob you of the wealth of yourselves, the richness and the riches of the temples of the living gods and goddesses to Put us in a place where we have been rendered dysfunctional, distracted, disinterested, dissatisfied, discontent, and we are already in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence. We are already in heaven. But the hellaciousness comes as a result of the toxicity that is charged upon the blood, that poisons the spirit, that corrupts the mind, that puts us in a place where we're not able to really experience within every fiber of our being, the divinity of our being, and feeling, really feeling the wealth and the richness of ourselves. And this is what oppression feels like being oppressed at the cellular level because we have been fed that which robs us of the water content of our systems, that which puts us in a place where we become dehydrated and 
insufficiently oxygenated and our blood has become sludge and we have to be put on blood thinners and we've been filling up on stuff that has no substance, no nutritional value, nothing that the body needs. And we have been filled with it for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. It's a problem. But we've gotten used to it. And I'm saying let's come to a point and place where we are caring to be vital. We're caring to be renewed and rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized and revivified in the light of the truth of the ones that we are and realizing that as we are bathing in the light of existence, in the love of existence, in being in a place where we are being reconciled and harmonized in the truth of who we are, that we have the capacity to change everything to really facilitate the progression of us as a humanity of people. To know that there are so many ones who are committing and recommitting themselves. And as we each try to do it, and we each do it, it's better for everybody. And to know that our lives have purpose and our lives have significance and our lives have meaning and the significance and purpose and meaning of our lives goes so far beyond just working every day for a dollar and paying utilities and bills. But we're here to really understand how to use the laws that govern us, how to harmonize with it, how to master ourselves, our thoughts, our emotions, our feelings, so that we are dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, dwelling as points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, and being completely present as points of it, in it. And giving our attention and putting our attention there. Because the more of us who do that, the greater leverage we have. The beauty of having those who are legislating, perpetuating sickness, illness, disease, and death as the food industry and all of that is that it will soon cease to exist because there's no way to be continued in existence where there are no commitments to the laws that govern existence. And so it has to be phased out. It's temporal. It's temporary. It cannot last long. And so those who wholeheartedly support and partake of and are misaligned in the purposes of existence and the perpetuation of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood will soon cease to exist on this realm at least. 
And that's why we have to really be decisive about what we're living for and to come to that place within ourselves where we have an understanding and an understanding that life itself is begettingless, endless, infinite and eternal, that we are on an intergalactic spaceship, Mother Earth, that is spinning in the space that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal, that is in flotation and rotation and animated by this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal and that we have each come to it through the wombs of our mother sparked by the divine fluid from our fathers and we should be leaving the place having lived our lives having learned and labored and studied and perfected ourselves as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence so that there really was no experience of death there was the experience of life and love and delight and joy and rejoicing and overcoming and transcending, transforming, transmuting, becoming, evolving, exalting, enhancing, enriching, immortalizing. As these living, loving, intelligent, potent, immortal points of an absolute and supreme intelligence, we should not be dying at all. And there are those ones who say that they accept eternal life and that they believe in eternal life. But they also rejoice in the opportunity to feed off of that which has no substance. Picking the carcasses of dead animals as if they were buzzards and vultures and whatnot. But then they say they believe in eternal life. They just haven't committed themselves unto it. And then there are those who say, well, it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to live eternally anyway. But then I say what their books say, that the wages of sin is death. So there has to be something called death. What is the death? And why would there be something called death if there was no death? And because we have not been properly oriented as to what the purpose in existence upon the planet actually is, nor have we been properly educated and spiritually uh, supported in having an understanding, an understanding and a proper commitment to unfolding in the fullness of who we are as conscious immortals because our socialization has been towards our detriment, then you and I, we have the responsibility to care to be able to respond to what is needed in our now moment. And what is needed is our clarity of mind that comes from the cleanliness of our blood, our being realigned and reattuned and 
walking in the integrity of the truth of ourselves and the divinity of ourselves on behalf of those that we have come through, our mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and great-grandmothers and great-grandfathers and the great and the great and all of those who have come before us, that we have duty, obligation, and responsibility to truly honor those that we have come through, plus the responsibilities we have to that which beats our hearts and breathes us. And to the children, do you realize that a people who undermine their children are a people who are destined to be phased out? That all of the childhood diseases and leukemia and the autism and the cerebral palsy and all of these things that children are experiencing is the evidence of what we were given that was deficient and deficiency and that there's a healing that's available to us and our children but it just seems so interesting that so many ones just seem to be stuck And feeling the helplessness, the hopelessness, keep doing the same things over and over and over and over again that do nothing but seal the life in sickness, illness, disease, and meeting a tragic date with fate. We have duty, obligation, and responsibility to care, to live, to care, to rise, to care, to exalt a full effort in the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, the oxygenation, the mineralization, the hydration, and that which is necessary to open up all channels of elimination so that the bodies can be restored because the healer is already in us. The spirit of the living presence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. Our inheritance is in us. And yes, it takes an effort. You have to make an effort consistently over time. To reverse the issues that you have created because of what you have done consistently over time. But it is well worth it because the time that you have is to step into the reality of timelessness. And to be in a place and space where you are aligning yourself with the intelligence of existence. And that intelligence is so abundant It is so awesome. It's all pervasive. It fills all spaces. It can flood every atom and every cell of your being with its light, its love, its wisdom, its peace, its poise, its power. And you can be whole again in just a little bit of time if you care. And no matter how deep The dark has been, the light is everywhere present if we would step into it 
And it becomes easier when we will do the inner work of clearing, cleansing, and purifying ourselves, our blood, ourselves, to do that which is truly in our own best interest. This is the right way to respond to the initiatives that have been issued to have us steeped in all manners of sorcery through the pharmacology and the psychiatry and all of the things that have put us in place where we see the evidence of our behavior modification and psychological manipulation and all of the things that are happen to make people think that it's better for them to be killing themselves and to be exalting a full life's urge for them to think that it's okay to treat your children to death, that that's what childhood is about, to be in a place where all of this delusion and erroneous thoughts that you can truly prosper at the detriment of other ones, to be in a place where someone can dumb down and anesthetize, inebriate, intoxicate other ones and render them helpless and hopeless and then be superior. I mean, it's just crazy. And we've outthought it. That which is light has come to us, through us, it's in us. And we have the opportunity to be completely harmonized in it so that we have leverage over all of it. And so no matter where you are, and what you've done, and how you were raised and all of that, With each and every breath that you take, the intelligence of existence is with you and is gifting you so much of itself. And you are immersed in nothing but the sacredness and the sanctity and the divinity of existence itself. And you're being called to remember That your life is your gift and you were gifted to the planet in this now moment to self-actualize, self-realize, unfold and walk as a representative of the lineages that you've come through to consciously cultivate and activate your inheritance and heritage through your cellular liberation and DNA activation to conscious invocation of the divinity of your being, the greatness of who you are, the clarity, the cleanliness, the order, the harmony, the peace, the poise, the power, the fullness, the infinite possibilities. We are already rich beyond our imaginations. And as we are able to activate our imaginations and rejoice in the blessedness of our being, 
and understand that without the sun blazing, without the fullness of that which is coming with each and every breath, there would be nothing for us to really rejoice in because there would be nothing that we could rejoice in. So that which we truly require for living, we have it, it costs us nothing. And it is absolutely limitless. It's abundant. And it is ours. Our issue is being fully committed to being all we each are. As these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of the all that is. And rejoicing in the oneness of existence and the infinity and the diversity that is cosmic conformity. We are the ones that we have been praying for. It is our time to rise. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are using your phone and radio apps towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful for you and pray that you are ever more inspired and motivated to dig deeper, to reach higher, to be deliberately and intensely intentional in doing everything that is within your power to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you truly are as living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence whose intelligence and presence is all there is as existence itself. For we are in a now moment that requires us to be in harmony with the all there is as our way of standing on behalf of life, standing on behalf of all beings, standing so that as the winds are blowing and the waters are rising and the earth is shivering, quivering and quaking and the rains are falling and the tsunamis are forming, that we would have done that which is ours to do, which is to prepare ourselves to live our lives And not be dying our lives, but to be in a place and space where we are standing with the intelligences of existence directly, which will outshine, outstand, outlast, outlove all of that which is divisiveness, distortion, dysfunction, degradation, and all of that which makes people question 
as to whether there is a supreme intelligence, whether there is God, whether there is anything that is semblance of an authority of existence as we see so many ones who are, cl- are really vying for selection and election to positions where they are able to exert their own efforts and own initiatives over a global initiative and populace. And we are in a place and space where we have to realize that no matter how many ones work on behalf of the corporate deities of death, whether it's Monsanto, Sabayer, or any of the other ones who are so busy poisoning the land and consciously trying to patent life and whatnot, that there is no way that they can truly be successful. Because there's no way to work against oneself and survive it. We're in a now moment where our conscious care to live and to exalt a full effort as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence is where we have power to remember who we are, where we are, whose we are. And those ones who are denying the truth of themselves and not caring to be caring, not caring to be care-filled, not caring to walk in the divinity of themselves, then at some point in time, less and less, hopefully they will get it. But in the meantime, if we would stay the hand of death against us, if we would gain leverage over whatever the doctors have said in terms of what's incurable to realize that when we align ourselves with the intelligence of existence, when we align ourselves with the forces of existence, when we align ourselves with that which beats our hearts and breathes us, there's nothing that men can tell us that we cannot accomplish. The issue is, do you care to be? Do you care to live? Do you care to walk in the fullness of who and what you truly are? Do you care to have leverage over a system that has already been judged and condemned because it is the legislator and the perpetuator of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood? And for us to find out the hard way that there is no prosperity in undermining the rights of beings to have the rights to their lives and to be rightly aligned with life itself. And to know that every idea that we may have in terms of how to generate income in a system that capitalizes off of the ignorance, off of the degradation, off of the deprivation, off of the blood, sweat, and tears of ones and ones, we are in a place and space where we have to come to a point and place where we realize that there is a right way to truly live and there's a right way to reverse the issues that have come as a result of our ignoring that there are laws that govern us. And that earth residency is actually school. And those who've taken responsibility to create curriculums of education that have not supported us in having an understanding and an understanding as to what the purpose in existence actually is, then we still have responsibility, duty, and obligation to ask, to not, to seek, to apply ourselves to that which beats our hearts and breathes us, to be in a place and space where it truly matters to us that we are rightly aligned in our living with the forces of life itself. 
with each and every breath and every beat of our heart, with every step that we make, to dwell in the reality of being these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, to walk in the fullness of ourselves, understanding that there is no limit to how full we become. That we are immersed in that which is eternity already. And this sickness, illness, disease, and death that has become multi-trillion dollar industry does not create prosperity for anybody who participates in it. And it's taken us some time to realize that those ones who wear the white coats and those one, ones who wear the black robes and whatnot are not the authority of existence. And because everybody has been undermined by the meat industry, the dairy industry, the tobacco industry, the alcohol industry, the sugar industry, and all of the other ones that are co-conspirating to create profit at the detriment of the cells of everything and everybody. That no one truly prospers when everyone has been undermined for generations. And so we who stand in this now moment and we who have gotten an education and we've worked the jobs and we understand that working every day for a dollar until you die, it makes no sense at all. That there has to be a greater purpose in existence itself. That now we have the opportunity to realize that there is one real eye, one absolute eye, one cosmic eye that sees through every eye. And the purpose of our being is to self-actualize, self-realize, and to see, to come to see with that absolute and supreme intelligence as, as an eye of absolute and supreme intelligence. But if we don't have the care to be rightly aligned in life. Life is not going to bend over backwards to make us do anything because as you all say all the time, you've been given free will. But the issue is, is that you've been given the intelligence of existence. It has gifted itself to each and every one of us. And we've been given heritage and inheritance through our lineages and we can activate and call forth and invoke the greatness of who we are in activating our DNA so that we are self-actualizing and becoming true to the truth of ourselves as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, but to realize that that is the even playing field, that we are all immersed in nothing but divinity. We're all immersed in nothing but eternity. We're all dwelling upon a planet that is spinning in space, that is ordered in existence, that exists by virtue of there being absolute law and absolute intelligence that upholds her, maintains her, has her in flotation and rotation, and we've been gifted to the planet through the wombs of our mothers, sparked by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers, and duty and obligation would have us to be realigned in the sacredness and the divinity of existence itself, to consciously care to be whole to be balanced in our male and female selves, to be 
harmonized in one mind, tapped into the exalted realm because we have taken the time to clear, cleanse, and purify our bodies as the temples for the dwellings of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses that we are caring to be godly. We are caring to walk in high ethic and high morality. We are caring to flip the script and turn the tide and to raise completely up in a now moment that is requiring us to be able to respond correctly and directly to being under a global initiative of depopulation and genocide to come to that place and space where we are intensely intentional in no longer participating in our own cellular oppression and be co co-conspirating, complacent, and complicit with the violation of us as a people, as a humanity of people, as a global populace. But we have to take responsibility for where we are in consciously caring to do what's in our own best interests. And that there's nothing that we can really be educated to do, licensed, certified, or degreed to do that is going to truly make a difference. If we will not do that which is necessary for ourselves and ourselves to be realigned and ordered in the harmony of the whole of existence itself. And so it matters what we're living for. It matters how we are caring to walk this walk. Because the traps here in sensuality, where we give in to whatever passion or desire or lust that beckons us at any given point in time, regardless of how it impacts and affects us. The trap that is sexuality in the misuse and the abuse of our vital life force that leaves us depleted, lost, infected, and affected to the degree to which we are not having healthy relationships or marriages. The trap that is materiality where we think that success is success in how much we acquire and how much we hoard and how much money we have and how much polished wood, metal, and stone we've acquired and whatnot for our coming to a point and place where we are feeling superior to other ones because of what we've done and what we've achieved and, and what letters are before or after our names. I mean, there are several realms in this life that we can get caught in and never come out of. And we're supported in the society in indulging ourselves in any of these things because someone thinks that they can prosper in it. And it costs so much to go to school. And the cost of being educated lays foundation for the classism and the racism and the sexism. But our being in a place and space where we realize that there is light, wisdom, truth 
that really gives us leverage over the delusion of thinking that education is enough and religious training is enough and all of these things have proven themselves to be inadequate for pulling us up out the ditches and valleys of degradation that so many ones who've gone through school and they've gotten the degrees and they've gotten the the college and they wear the robes and whatnot and they still are in the ditches and valleys of degradation because they have not exalted a full life's urge that they have been completely indulgent in every passion and every desire that have put them in a position of serious compromise and have rendered them ineffective and useless for bringing any greater light to anybody because they do not serve the light and they're self-serving without understanding the one self, the real self or consciously caring to function in the wholeness of, of the truth of the absolute and supreme intelligence that we are all here to activate, to self-actualize, and to be harmonized with. We're in a now moment that requires us to consciously accept that duty, obligation, and responsibility as beings is to consciously care, to live, committed to living, committed to loving, committed to honoring, committed to reverencing, appreciating, exalting a full effort in mastering ourselves and our morality, to be uncompromising in our ethics, and to be in a place where we can understand how to think and to how to use the gifts that we were given and the faculties of intelligence that we have. To take full responsibility in what we're creating. And to know that whatever the situation and circumstances are. That we can always self-correct with the right thought, with the right intention. And to speak our words to power so that we are able to have leverage over all of the doubt and the fear That puts us in a place where we are not expanding in our consciousness and truly growing and mastering ourselves. We can become proficient in whatever area of talent that we have been supported in cultivating and developing. We understand and see that the world pays and applauds and lauds those who have become proficient in whatever area of talent they have become proficient in, but it does not make us whole people. In this now moment in which we are, where we have so much violation and so many who have been violating and violated, that our clearing from the pain of it, the disdain of it, the resentment, the madness, the frustration of it, the guilt and the shame of it, that that work has to be done. We can't just eat our way into liberation. We have to learn how to master our appetites and to do 
that which is required in order to facilitate the clearing of the pain, the, the disdain, the resentments, the anger, the fixation, and all of these things that undermine our capacity for truly thinking and creating a better thing, a better way, a healthier society, taking responsibility for truly aligning ourselves so that we are healing ourselves as well as our children, as well as our our loved ones and our family members that there is nothing that we can work for that is greater than who and what we already are. But then everyone loves somebody or cares for somebody. And if you don't, then you still have duty, obligation, and responsibility to love that which beats your heart and breathes you. And that harmonizes you with everything and everybody everywhere anyway. But to be in a place where we don't care and we are careless, to be in a mindset where our mind is so set in negativity, in sensuality, in sexuality, in materiality, to the degree to which we are not able to do what we are purposed to do here in self-actualizing, self-realizing, and walking in the divinity of who we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself, then we will never truly prosper because the greatest prosperity we will have is the fullness of ourselves. But to be in a place where we value things more than we value our body functioning, we value things more than we value our lineages, we value things more than we value duty, obligation, and responsibility to be in the light of the truth of ourselves, then we will not ever prosper and we will always be to some degree impoverished. And so it matters that we care to align ourselves and place ourselves in the company of other ones who truly care. To be in a place where we are cutting ties with those who don't care and those who are careless. Because those who are careless with themselves, I guarantee you, they will be careless with you too. Those who do not have a reverence and respect for themselves and their body functionings cannot really support you in doing what is yours to do in exalting your own effort and full life's urge to be cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed so that you can be healed. Those who lean on their professions and their education or their miseducation and whatnot to the degree to which they do not knock, seek, and ask for solution to the problems where they are no longer attuning to the power of an absolute and supreme intelligence and they are always exalting the toxicity of what men have created as if things that men have created is greater than that which is the intelligence of existence and these are not the ones that we need to be depending on for anything. 
because we really need to walk in a conscious care to remember the divinity of existence and to know that men who have no light, men who have no love, people who have no truth do not have any real power and authority here. And if you lend your intelligence to them to misuse and abuse to create sickness, illness, disease and death, then that's on you. That is not the intelligence of existence and that which we refer to as God. But if we will not accept responsibility to function as the hands of God, as the heart of God, as the truth of God, the peace of God, the poise of God, then we will miss ourselves. And settle for being doctors and lawyers and judges and police officers and whatnot. This is not none of that is purpose in existence. It can be career. But the purpose in existence in terms of who we are and what we are, standing in the light of the truth of the intelligence of all that we are, we're in a now moment that requires us to be caring, to be in the integrity of who we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, to realize that we are immersed in the reality of eternity Anyway, always. And when we consciously care to function in the integrity of the truth of ourselves, then there is nothing that we cannot accomplish. When we master ourselves to the degree to which we are not a detriment to ourselves or anything or anybody else. And the way that we accomplish harmoniously anywhere and everywhere that we are across the planet is to remember that with each and every breath and every beat of our heart, we are all sharing a now moment of eternity gifted by the absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And there is literally only one of us. And our care to be brilliant as sons of its light, as disciples of its truth, as true men, the progenitor of lineages and wound men, the perpetuator of lineages, and to understand duty, obligation, and responsibility to honor the lineages through whom we've come, and to lay a proper path of support and love and nourishment for the conscious cultivation and development of our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. There is nothing that we can create that is greater than the quality of beings that we are becoming And to spend billions of dollars trying to create the big bang that created the universe is folly. To spend billions of dollars doing that which need not be done while you allow people to poison the land and to have our elders suffering and poisoning children. Is the evidence 
of not properly attuning oneself to duty, obligation, and responsibility as beings in existence, knowing that existence is so ordered that no one has been granted authority, permission, to undermine existence itself. No one is here as purpose to function as Satan, Lucifer, and the devil. As purpose in existence. That has manifested as a result of the distortion and dysfunction that comes as a result of being in violation of the laws of existence and feeding off of the carcasses of dead animals and having a hunger and thirst for blood and for bloodshed when we were told not to kill. Ignoring that that which is done unto others shall be done unto one who does those things unto others. And to realize that having death through sickness, illness, and disease, violation, and all of that be popular and common activity and collective learning and education and the path of prosperity seriously threatens our capacity for truly being continued in existence in the fullness of our capacity and joy and delight and reverence and appreciation and all of the gifts that we were promised if we were to harmonize ourselves in the truth of ourselves as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence. Why would we choose something less than that which is the truth of who we are? It's all right to be right. It's all right to be clean. It's all right to step off the path of adulteration, sickness, illness, disease, and death. It's all right to be healed. It's all right to be whole. It's all right to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified, and resurrected. Because that's what's needed. It's our time. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.